Are you a business-to-business -business sales leader looking to lead your sales team to new heights? You've come to the right place. Welcome to the Purpose Driven Sales Podcast. Hi, my name is Josh Sweeney, joined by my co-host Taylor Barnes. Taylor, how are you? Well, I'm in a pickle, Josh, because I'm sitting here looking at this request from one of my salespeople, and it's for this extravagant conference out in Vegas in the middle of March madness. And I'm thinking to myself, is this sales rep going to get anything done at this conference in Vegas in March madness? And it just got me thinking, are these even worth it? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the leadership challenge, right? Everyone goes to conferences, but they cost a fortune. And the question is for you as a leader, is it worth it? Is it worth it to send that person out or to pay for that booth or, you know, to show up in mass? What do you have to commit? How does it work? So let's talk a little bit about, you know, why conferences can fall short. Like, yeah. What, what are some of the challenges with like getting your ROI from conferences? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm dealing with it right now. And, and here's, here's what's in my mind. The reason that I'm being very speculative of this is it's a ton of money. Okay. Number one, it is an investment. These conferences nowadays are so extravagant. They're like these huge productions. They're basically concerts and they have speakers and they have all this stuff to pay for and they have sponsors and all this. And I'll tell you, it still blows my mind how easy people find it to sign up these silver, gold, and platinum sponsors. And I think a lot of the, at the end of the day, it just comes down to those really, the, the, those the big brothers of the, of the business, you know, the, the 800 pound gorillas that just have got extra coin to throw around. And just because they want presence there. Now I don't want presence there, Josh. What I want is to make sure that we are making an impact and true efforts towards business development at some of these conferences. So that's what I struggle with is am I paying for presence or am I paying for actual business development? And in regardless, it's going to be a lot of money. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like you said, the, the money is extravagant. I know one of the first conferences I went to and, you know, they're like, well, no, that doesn't, that booth doesn't have Wi-Fi. You have to pay for the Wi-Fi package. And then they exactly. send me the cost of the Wi-Fi package. And I'm like, yep. I think I have a jetpack in my backpack. I can just yeah. kind of set up like, yeah. this is ridiculous. Nobody would pay that amount for yeah. I, or, or, or the, the extra carpet. You know, the extra know, piece of carpet. I'm like, what? Yeah. $59 a day will get you a thousand megs a second. 59 a day. <laughs> like, okay, I get it now. It's this, this is like when you walk into the dealership and you're like, yeah, the cars are like, you know, 20 grand. And then you're like, hey, can I get some air conditioning? You're like, the cars are 30 grand. Wait a <laughs> right. minute. Air conditioning? Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, so, so they're a so, lot of money, right? Yeah, exactly. So so I know I know that's one. Um, and I'd like to hear your thoughts there too, because I know you struggle with this one too. Um, I think a lot of this comes down to is it worth taking quote unquote time away from the office, time off, whatever you want to call it. Are we making more of an impact being in the office, working on proposals, working on business development from headquarters, whatever, versus going on out there? Now, some of this comes as far as the personality type is, you know, depending on who's going to go out there. But I think another big reason is time away from the office. Do you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's there's an ROI that says if this salesperson stays at their desk for the next four days, 
they are likely to close X number of dollars of deals. Mm -hmm. If they are away, I'm not only paying for all the expense, right? So if a conference costs me 20 grand and I'm taking five people, well, you can divide that out and know what the cost per person is. Yeah. And now you're subtracting. And the question is, will they make it up? Will they make it up in deals or would it have been better just for me to have them stay at the office? Right. You know, so there is an ROI calculation that has to happen or, or there's other ancillary benefits that, that you're willing to commit to. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that leads into really the next section of like why people don't get some of the value is when they take that person away from the desk and when they take them away from the office, do they have a concentrated effort at the conference. And, right. and that's another thing I see when I've gone to conferences with people is the lack of a concentrated focus or effort. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what are, you know, what are you seeing? Like when people go out and they go to a conference and they, I just, they aren't focused, what, what's going on? The plan. There's I, just no plan. I mean, I see that all the time. They're like, Hey, I just want to go. I'm like, okay, what are you going to do there? They're like, uh, see people I'm like what people, um, <laughs> those guys, uh, what are their names? You know what I mean? I mean, it, it's, it's, it's every single time. So they're showing up for the party, right? That's exactly right. They're showing up for the party. And look, I, I, that that's fun. I, I get why you would want to go to Vegas in March madness. I get it. That that's cool. And, you know, to be able to spend some time with some customers or some, you know, some whatever resellers or whatever that you, that you do some business with, I think there's merit to that. Um, my issue is I don't know if it's in the form of a conference. So lack of concentrated focus and effort is definitely something that we look at. When I say, okay, you can go, I don't even broach that yes or no until I get like a legitimate plan while they're there. I'm going to do these three things. I'm going to meet these three customers. I'm trying to accomplish these three goals and I'm going to leave and bring back these three things or, or, or whatever it is. If you just go to go at, a, at in, in an environment like that, you're not going to probably get the ROI that you're expecting. So I think another big reason that, that I struggle with this and that I'm sure you struggle with this is the lack of concentrated focus, no plan, no goals. And, and when he or she comes back, uh, it just, from what I've seen, it's not good enough just to kind of lay it out there. Right. Right. They didn't bring in enough leads to make that worth it. Yeah. Well, right. That's exactly right. And I think a good segue that you just mentioned is entertainment versus real business development. Now, Let's get practical for a second because I've been on both sides of this. I've been the guy that goes out there to the conferences and I've raged and partied and had a great time and made an impact at a personal level. And that's cool and everything like that. Um, Maybe that did help me down the road. Who knows? And I've also been on the management side of this thing where I say, if I'm going to send someone out there to do this and all they're going to do is rage and party. uh, Well, that that's, that's tough to justify the expense, right? They can do that on their own time. So really, and, and rage and party, go to games, whatever yeah. the situation is, there is a big gotcha in these large conference environments where it becomes heavier weighted towards entertainment and fun versus what really the conference is there for, which is to spur networking, business development, relationships, um, introductions, new ideas, new partners, new vendors, whatever it is. It just tends to be a little bit more entertainment and a little less work. 
Yeah, definitely. And yeah, I mean, and there's, I think there's a number of solutions. So, I mean, that's a good segue. What, what's the solution to the entertainment versus real biz dev value? And I think for me, there's, there's a two, it's two-sided coin where, you know, there's a lot of value in, in having somebody go out and enjoy the conference, right? Want mm-hmm. to be there. And a lot of people talk about maybe having a work hard, play hard culture. But I think when you go to a conference, that's where you can actually have a real conversation around like, what is work hard, play hard? Work hard mm-hmm. is you're standing on your feet out in front of the booth table all day long, drawing people in and calling people out and bringing them over to get your content and hustling. But in exchange for that hustle where you're exhausted, we're taking you to a game. We're taking you to one of the best meals. Like that is a way that you can solve the problem and say, how do we get maximize your time on that mm-hmm. conference room floor? But also here's the perk, you know, yeah. and I know in a, I'm in other associations where it's like, it's a lot of work to be part of an association or part of a board you know, in a nonprofit perspective, but then every year they take their board on a trip and it's like, okay, we're, we're, we're providing something else in return other than the give back that you're getting and the fulfillment you get from being part of this. And I think that's one of the solutions is, Hey, we're going to write up this agreement. And this is the, the work hard, play hard agreement and big letters at the top. And like, here's the hustle we're looking for. And here's what you're going to get out of it, man. You're going to get this, you know, filet and, and lobster meals and, yeah. it's, and we're going to have a good time. But yeah. man, when you're on the floor, when conference hours are in, this is what we're expecting. We're not expecting you sitting at the table playing on your cell phone. Actually, you're yeah, just going right. to turn that thing off, right? Yeah. It's in the agreement. Turn off your phone. You will that's not be it. looking at it, you know? That's so that's one brilliant. solution. That's a really great idea. What can you draw up with the person that you're going to send out there contractually and uh, to say, look, this is going to be work and play. This is the definition of work and play. We are going to be on our feet for seven hours. We're going to be hustling. We're going to give out these 100 things that we brought here. And we're going to get 100 emails. We're going to get 100 business cards, whatever it is these days. Yeah. And then you can say, and as a result of that, we will celebrate that night on a job well done by going to you know, the, the, the Vegas lobster bar, the right. it's a McCollin 18 or whatever. And I mean, I'll, I'll tell you what, I mean, that, that's fun. That, that's fun for both of you. And so, yeah. I, and I, I mean, do, I, do I like think it's idea. fun to get out there and hustle together. Cause you're, no I mean, doubt. you have something to be, you know, at the end of that dinner or that events, like, okay, who did the most? Like yep. you can turn it into a game. You can give out a gift card, you know, here's a $500 gift card to go blow at the, the shops at Caesars you know, yep. for your spouse, because you won the the three by five card giveaway, That's you know, right. like you can enjoy a conference in both ways and maximize the value. Yeah. All right. That's so well what said. are some other I, solutions I to, to get more out of yeah. the conference? So on top of that, I think, um, I think finding the right conference is really important too. I mean, the, the one yeah. in Vegas in March Madness, that is a monster big time event. I mean, you know, that, that, that's, you know, loads and loads of dollars and time away. And it's obviously across the country from where we are in Atlanta. It's got a lot of reasons why not to go. Right. Uh, But, you know, like you said, there are some reasons too. What I would say is do yourself a favor and research the type of conference, research the amount of folks are going to go there, Um, research the amount of groups and potentially what this association or, or group thinks about, because the chances of you making a bigger, better impact in a smaller potentially more local environment are going to be uh, probably two, three X. 
you're going to be able to have a smaller amount of people so you can get a better, more concentrated audience. It might take you less time to get there. It might take you less overall time to be there. There's a lot of different ways, but I would say find the right conference and make sure that the dollars that you're going to spend are going to be the best, best, uh, best result from that. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point, because I remember going to a conference uh, in an ecosystem that I was in a while back, and one of the biggest complaints from most of the people were, it's mostly partners, mm. and uh, most of the people that show up are working with one of those partners already, and you know they don't really want partners poaching and messing up the ecosystem. And so I was like, okay, well then, then why am I here? You know, yeah. why, why am I spending all this money? <laughs> right. If uh, it, you know, unless unless you were like a software add-on or you were an easy enhancement, if you were another solution partner, mm-hmm. it's like, eh, this isn't so good. Yeah. You know, so definitely want to know what the ad audience is like, what the opportunity is for you based on your types of service mm-hmm. and and how that is a fit or isn't a fit. Yeah, yeah, and you know, kind of along the same lines is okay. Let's say that, let's say that it's the big conference, right? Um, and that's the one, that's the one that we got to go to. Okay. Well, do we need to be there the entire amount of time? Right. I know you've been here, Josh, you've got four days of it, probably like Wednesday through Saturday or whatever. And then there is, there's a breakfast every day. There's a speaker every morning. There's a conference every afternoon. There's a, this, and there's that. And then there's different talking points and different agenda items. Do you need to be there for all of that? Or can you just show up for Thursday? Cause that's going to be the most educational for you. You're going to be able to bring some industry secrets back, some industry trade secrets back, and then maybe meet a customer or two. Do you have to be there the whole time or can you come back a little bit uh, earlier or show up a little bit later? Yeah, definitely. Cause I mean, some of those have like kickoffs where, you know, it's a training session or, you, you know, that they wrap up on the last day and, you know, there's not a lot of people there. So there's all kinds of timing aspects to that. Yeah. And then, you know, in addition, another solution, like we, we alluded to earlier, when we were talking about the challenges is have a plan. You know, yeah. there's all kinds of ways that you can have a plan and really maximize the visit. So, you know, things that I see, for example, are if you're going to a conference, you're emailing everybody ahead of time asking if you can meet them at the conference. Yep. And I know we've done that before. We've done big campaigns. Hey, I'd love to meet you at the conference. It's a prospect. And, you know, when, when can we get together? And you just send those assumptive emails. Like we're just assuming everybody's going to the big, Mm -hmm. awesome conference and they have to respond to you and say, oh, I'm actually not going to be at that one. Okay, no problem. But what I'll do is I'll hit on a number of people that are going and I'm scheduling those individual times. Hey, here's where we're going to be at, you know, come to the booth at this time. We'll call, we have a little side table, whatever you want to do to really, you know, lock it in on a calendar. And I like to send the calendar invites just like I would Absolutely. Any other like put it on there. So it's going off while they're walking around. Oh man, I got to go see Josh in 15 minutes. Yep. Like I need to start walking over to the vendor booth or, or wherever it's hosted. Yep. So what are some other things that you like to see implemented in the plan that are documented and says, here's how we're going to maximize this. Make sure we do, we, we plan ahead of time. Absolutely. So, so most of the time we will be able to generate a attendee list, right? Uh, Most of the time, if you sign up for the conference, one of the things that they do is before you go out there, they send you out the attendee list, you know, it could be executive sponsors and things like that. So what I do is I make sure that when, and if uh, some of my my folks want to go, we have a specific individual time with those specific people and again so much of this comes down to the planning like i understand you want to go tell me if this was your money what would you be trying to get out of it 
And then they'll say, oh, wow, I want to meet John Smith at ABC Company. I'm going to do that. Tuesday, 2 p.m., I'm doing that. Thursday, 5 p.m., I'm doing that. I'm going to take this person out to breakfast, and then I'm going to recycle and do it again and meet up with them. It, 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 like you, you, you kind of called it a contract earlier, almost like an execution list for each person that we're flying out. The three things that you need to get done, the three people you want to meet, the three things you're bringing back, what have you. And I would say, Josh, if the execution list includes maybe seeing some folks that are around that area that may not be coming to the conference, that's almost as worth it in some cases, uh, two birds, one stone, right? So I know that you and I have talked about this. I mean, when you send people out, I'm assuming you really want them focused, not just on the conference itself, but who else can we see? in that area that may or may I I'm in town for this conference. Do you have a minute to meet for coffee? Yeah. I mean, local area prospecting is a big part of it. Cause here's the thing. The biggest expense is you're already paying for the flight and the hotel. So if that last day is like one of those down days, one of those half days, it's like, mm-hmm. Hey, on the last day, we already stayed over the night. We already, we were already here. We could fly out early or we could, we could just go up ahead and pay a little bit more for another night. And that day could be maximized And ahead of time, you're sending emails to all prospects in that city. So you're going to a conference in San Francisco. Well, get everybody in your ideal client profile in San Francisco and start emailing them. Hey, I'm going to be in Mm -hmm. for this conference. I have this day. Would love to drive out and meet with you. You know, I'm going to bring your team some donuts and, and meet them, whatever it is, like whatever you have to do. But because you're local and because you're nearby, most people will respond at a higher rate. Yeah. To those emails and schedule time with you. And, yeah. you know, that's just another way you can utilize it. Yeah, it makes it a little long, but you already paid that flight money to get it wherever you're going. Exactly. I think one more hack here uh, that I found beneficial, and, and you don't have to do this with, you know, potentially your seasoned veterans who you've been doing this for years and years and years with, but as you're developing your salespeople and giving them this experience and letting them see, you know, getting some some exposure to some of these things, I think a very reasonable request is a daily recap. Um, if you're there two or three days and the rep, uh, you just say, look, at the end of every you know day, five or six o'clock, run up, give me a daily recap. Tell me who you met. Tell me what's going on. If you have any questions, uh, if you have any like, you know, do you have some guidance on, you know, I met this person, here's his or her title. You know, I'm not really sure what that means. And then what would be just really, really, really great is assuming you make a good first impression and you see that individual the next day, well, you might be able to help that rep get into the weeds a little bit and, and learn and, and, you know, extrapolate some information from, uh, from those individuals a little bit more, uh, you know, heavier. And again, the older that you get, I shouldn't say older, the more mature <laughs> you get in your career, the more seasoned you get in your profession might not be necessary, but especially for some of your younger folks that you're trying to develop, that's a really good hack that we've seen some, uh, some good results from. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I like the recap either way because you get an idea of, oh, I talked to this person about this and, you know, you can schedule meetings with them later. So, you know, I would bring those to a manager, a leader, whatever it is and say, hey, when can we schedule a follow-up? Like, totally. I think this is a good person. Can, you know, there's all kinds of reasons to follow up. Um, there's also ways that, you know, you need to recap at the end of the conference, get all those cards into the system so that they're yep. getting retargeted after it and, and 
looking at the follow-up process. Right. So that's Teamwork on recon too. I mean, like if I meet somebody, the chances of me knowing every transaction that I've done with that client off the top of my head, okay, depending how big or small you are, that might not be very realistic. So, you know, especially the bigger the business that you are, you could say, hey, nice to meet you. I know I've heard of your organization. I know that we're involved and I know that we've done some business together. It would be really nice for you to dial back to headquarters and say, can you tell me about the transactions that we've done together so I can have the most I can have the easiest expansion conversation with these individuals. That's huge. And without those recaps, well, it's kind of like, all right, I'll see you next Monday. And (laughs) you have no idea how it went throughout the process. So another way that I can validate sending them out there is doing just that. Yeah, definitely. So as we've discussed, I mean, all kinds of solutions to really get your money out of a conference, you know, you can go shorter times and make it a little less expensive, Uh, you can make sure you're going to the right conference. Uh, I think a big one is having a plan and executing on that plan, having a contract where it's a work hard, play hard experience, and we're going to make it awesome and fun to go to, and we're really going to crush it. So as a final question, I want you to think about what are you doing to make conferences worth every penny? And this has been Purpose Driven Sales with Barnes and Sweeney. Now go to that conference with purpose. Thank you for joining us on the Purpose Driven Sales Podcast. If you've enjoyed the content, the best thing you can do to support us is go out to iTunes and give us five stars so that we can continue to reach more sales leaders.